and being Santa is, it makes you a better person. Hi guys, Matt LaMarche here with Selling Sandy Springs. Hope you guys are doing well. I just wanted to um, reflect on the last 14 or 15 episodes here of Selling Sandy Springs. Um, all the likes, all the shares, all the comments just means so very much to me and I hope that you guys are enjoying the video series. If there's one that you've missed or haven't seen yet, I hope you'll go back and check them out and, uh, and share them with your community here on Facebook. But in addition, this episode's a little bit special uh, for me personally. Um, I met Santa a couple years ago at a networking event actually and um, had the opportunity to sit down with him and kind of help tell his story a little bit. Um, so for those of you with young children, <laughs> you may want to have them leave the room or uh, maybe delay the viewing here um, when you've got some alone time. <laughs> um, but I do hope you'll stick around for the whole episode. Um, Santa Rick does an awesome job of telling a lot of different stories and um, kind of communicating what he's all about as Santa. So. Um, Santa, thank you very much for your time, but in addition, um, I hope that you guys find some value in this, and uh, while it's a longer episode, I think that you'll definitely see why I really wanted to take the time to um, ask the questions that I asked so that you hopefully get a better perspective um, and a better sense of what it's like to be Santa all day, every day of the year. So with that, thank you guys so much again for the last 15 episodes. I've gotten to meet some incredible people through this process and um, I just can't thank you enough. So without further ado, Santa. <laughs> Welcome to Selling Sandy Springs. I'm Santa. Of course you knew that. Oh, and I am here visiting the town. I usually fly over it, but today I'm here to talk to you about what a great place you live at. Fantastic. So tell us a little more about, you know, it's now March. Santa's not as busy as you usually Oh, more busy, more busy, more busy. Oh, yeah. Okay. You see, most people think I only work one night a year delivering presents, which I do all night long. And it takes all night, but I can do it in one night because everyone's asleep. Ah. Now, what's the rest of the story? Makes a list, checks it twice. You have to be awake for that. Everyone's sweet when they're asleep. Your mom told you, you're just like an angel when you sleep. She's right. But when you wake up, oh, that's when the devil comes out. And that's when we have to check the naughty and nice list. And that takes all year long. I barely get it done the second time. Gotcha. So what is Santa doing right now outside of checking the list twice, of course? What else, where else are you traveling? I mean, are you keeping an eye on all of us? Well, I, I do, and I have the EIA, which is the Elf Intelligence Agency. They help me because there's so many people when they're awake it really takes more than just me. And the EIA, by the way, you should know, are the only elves that don't have pointed ears. And they come in all sizes, they're not all short. And these guys are great. I couldn't do it without them. Uh-huh, very good. So, um, how was last Christmas? <laughs> oh, it was great! You know, I broke my record, I got done, I think it was about 12 minutes fast. Wow. And there were more children. I love the new children. <laughs> Fantastic. So. Uh, how's the list looking right now? Are there more naughty than nice, or where do we sit? Well, you know, during the year, people vacillate. It's true, and, you know, that's okay because we're human. But what's more important is that you're nicer more than you're naughty and that you learn from being naughty and that you apologize. So be sure and tell people, I'm sorry and mean it. <laughs> because if you don't mean it, that puts you further on the naughty list. 
So what about Sandy Springs? I mean, we're a really tight-knit community here. Are there more naughty than nice? Where, where do we sit as a city? Well, you know, it's true. Sometimes neighborhoods do make a difference. Birds of a feather do flock together. And that came from the North Pole, you should know. <laughs> but anyway, Sandy Springs, I was checking my Naughty and Nice book before I left the North Pole this morning to talk with you and visit here. And it just so happens right now, there's only like 17 people in all of Sandy Springs that are on the Naughty list. Wow. And they know who they are. Okay, good. good. Well, we won't tag them in the video here. Right. Um, but they know who they are. That's sure. right. <laughs> Fantastic. So what does the next couple of months here look like? Are you, what, what are you engaged in? What are you doing as Santa? Well, I stay very busy. You know, being Santa is, is a lifelong job once you get it. We only live around two to 400 years. So, you know, we have to have Santa school ongoing. We train Santas in training, Santa wannabes and elves. You know, school lasts decades. Uh, it's not just like when, for regular school kids. Elf school can be 70, 80 years. You know, you have to learn wrapping, you have to learn reindeer care, you have to learn list making, you have to learn all kinds of things that we do at the North Pole. It's very important, very important to go to school. Stay in school, play it cool. <laughs> so during summer, can anyone see you at the beach? Do you have your own kind of summer gear that you get into? I absolutely. Okay. I want you to know, I have lots of hobbies. My Two favorite hobbies are gardening, which I can't do at the North Pole. That's why I come here. As a matter of fact, you look pretty trustworthy. I'm going to tell you a Santa secret. Okay. My daddy of blessed memory and myself, we were both born in Atlanta. So even though I'm from the North Pole, I'm an Atlanta native. I see. So I come here a lot when I'm not at the North Pole. That's when I get my gardening done. And sometimes I'll even shoot down to Florida and do a little metal detecting. Those are my two loves, gardening and metal detecting. Gotcha. <laughs> very good. Very good. So tell us a little more about you, Santa Rick. <laughs> okay, so I wake up every morning and first I check my list, you know, because that's very important. But then I look at what's going on in the world. And the school that I mentioned a little while ago, um, we actually have a Santa school twice a year here in the Atlanta area. And we train Santas that want to be Santas and Mrs. Claus and elves. Um, and I've got people that come from all over the country to the school. It's one of the largest in the country and I think one of the largest in the world, but I'm not sure. We also um, have a, an agency where we send out Santas in training all over the world. I have national clients, so all year round I'm interviewing Santas because it's not just a guy in a red suit. America grew up with a guy in a red suit for over 200 years. Right. As a matter of fact, anybody in a red suit in December up until about 20 years ago, even if they had a black beard, was Santa. And what's happened is uh, the looks of Santa have changed as well as what Santa does. Santa was basically just a prop. The agenda for the parents was a picture. The agenda for the child was a Santa experience. The children very seldom got their agenda fulfilled in past. They would come and maybe tell Santa what they wanted, but they would just get the picture which made their parents happy. And if they, if they did get to talk to Santa, there was no real connection and interaction as a rule. That doesn't mean there weren't individuals that excelled. Sure. But what has happened in the past 15 years uh, is schools have popped up and Santa is a real profession. Mm -hmm. And the industry, while it's uh, the Wild West, it's, it's come a long way. I mean, 50 years ago when I started, I started when I was 16 and I'm 66, um, you had a, uh, 
they had cotton mop beards, some Santas were wearing, like what you mop your floor with. Uh, they also had some decent rayon beards, um, but most of the rayon beards looked horrible. And most of the Santas were just so fluffy and unrealistic looking. Uh, you didn't see their lips at all, and you didn't see much of their eyes. Um, some people had their own uh, trademark beards like Macy's for example, mm -hmm. um, theirs were very specific so all their Santas would look alike but in general Santa looked pretty rugged yeah. and uh, then also the human interest side of Santa used to be most Santas were in major cities. Major cities didn't have beards they were more white-collar workers so they wanted designer bearded Santas because beards if they were white represented grandpa or a, a gang member mm -hmm. uh, and that's all changed. Gangs now are good gangs and they raise money for charity with motorcycle rides and right. stuff. So the real bearded Santa has caught on even though the designer beards have come a long way. The real human hair, they went from cotton to rayon uh, or synthetic to yak, now human. And the human hair beards have even escalated in their quality. Right. Um, so. Anyway, so I have Santas that I train, I have Santas and clients that I see all year round. And then I personally am Santa all year round. Most Santas only get two to six weeks. I happen to be blessed that I can get a whole year. We of course do Christmas in any way, shape or form. And then um, all year round we have uh, different activities. There's Christmas in July, which used to be layaway. Now it's Christmas in July. Great promotion. And um, then I also personally have been a brand ambassador and spokesman for uh, a phone app that's no longer out, but I was all over the world with a phone app. You punch in the phone and there I was. Um, I do advertising and in, in marketing, in print and in video, so we can work with you in that way. Uh, motivational speaker, storyteller, Santa's a great storyteller, you probably have heard some or you'll hear some on this tape. Absolutely. And um, then uh, aside from that, there's the special life-changing events. Uh, a new thing that's come about is um, not a, a shower for when you're getting married or a baby shower when you're going to have a baby, there's now parties, gender parties, where they announce the, the gender of the babies. Santa's done that many times. It's very fun and I have something special that I do for that that only one other Santa does in the country that I know. It's wow. really cool. Um, and then um, there's uh, all kinds of parties. There's anniversary parties. We give away anniversary presents. Uh, you know, the, the trip may be during Christmas, but your anniversary is in, in April. Or it could be that you just want Santa to bring the present and make it special. We deliver cars, um, you know, uh, that's usually at Christmas. If um, it, it, There's all kinds of good things, birthday parties, mm -hmm. but then there's the sad things also. If um, we visit hospitals and hospice and home visits, if someone's not going to make it till Christmas, it was their favorite holiday, we'll do Christmas in, in March or Christmas in August. So we, we do that too and make it really special. and. Um, that's just some of the things we do. We give out company bonuses. As a matter of fact, this Santa will do everything except deliver divorce decrees and termination papers. And I have been asked to do that, and I won't do that. Um, some people are cruel. It's very unfortunate. But we, we do all kinds of things, and they're mostly fun. And, and being Santa is incredible because you're one of the two most recognized faces in the world. 
you are the most photographed person in the world. Mm. When you fill up your car with gas, if you look like Santa, people are taking your picture. <laughs> if you're at Walmart, people are taking your picture. Wherever you go, people are taking your picture, including sure. here in Sandy Springs. Sure. And um, when I go out to eat, I never get to eat a hot meal. Uh, people come up to the table, do you mind if I have a picture? Absolutely. That's every, everyone loves that and yeah. it's fun. So Santa all year round is great. Company parties, just uh, there's, there's no end to what you can use Santa for and most people don't even think about it. And, and I can even design a commercial for you, not Super Bowl quality, but that kind of crazy sure, sure. for your company. Uh, I also can play sports. I have many different outfits and suits. Um, I just should tell you, uh, Tiger Woods can't beat me at golf. <laughs> the, the bear, he can't beat me at golf. Santa can beat anybody at golf. So if you're doing a golf fundraiser, bring me in with the celebrities. They'll probably only play one hole with me. <laughs> they might play two. They won't play the whole course, which I understand. It's more for the press. Sure. But they will get marketing that could go viral because um, there's something I haven't done but I want to do that it's just hysterical and so Santa can do all kinds of things we um, do swim with Santa in the winter actually at indoor pools um, and we do Santa on the beach in the summer mm -hmm. nice. Nice. <laughs> so there's all kinds of things that we do yeah. Santa actually fits into everything you just have to find out what it is sure sure because Santa is the one thing that is stress-free when you say Christmas or Halloween or Thanksgiving People are coming over for dinner. Family's coming in. It's stressful. When you say Santa, joy. it's joy. Yeah. He brings me presents. He listens to me. He loves me. He doesn't judge me. <laughs> it's, it, Santa is, aside from being the most photographed, he's the one thing that just really makes people happy. Fantastic. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> well, tell us more about you, your background. How did you get into this? What, what does your professional life look like? before you become Santa, or have you always been Santa? Well, for 50 years I've been Santa. I started when I was 16, and what happened was I was in high school, and I just thought it'd be fun, and the girls would think it was cute, and my and friends would think I was goofy if I dressed up as Santa, and that's indeed what I did. Hmm. And I was, a, I was it, that's why I did it the first three years, yeah. 16, 17, 18, I was in high school. And then I got out of high school, and I did it for people a little bit, you know, off and on, for for the past 50 years, but eight years ago, um, I had a real tragedy. Uh, my mother died after a horrible year of cancer, and um, my dad, they'd been married just short of 65 years, my dad, um, he just gave up. There's a real medical condition called broken heart syndrome, and uh, he, he just gave up, and uh, 18 days later, he died healthy, which I'm grateful for, because. He was, he was 89, just short of his birthday, as a matter of fact, it was his 90th birthday. And um, he, uh, he, he lived a good life. You know, Mom lived a good life until she was, her last year, which was 84 years of horribleness, but um, in one year um, with cancer. But um, when that happened, I just quit shaving. And uh, that was in September, uh, September 29th is when mom passed away, 2011, and dad uh, on, on October 18th. And, uh, and um, as I said, my hobby is, is, um, is gardening. Mm -hmm. So I was, I'm, I was at Home Depot, which is one of the places Santa does spend a lot of time there. <laughs> um, 
getting to tools for the elves actually it's the truth and you'll hear that in this story right now so i was looking at that they just gotten in because i was going a couple times a week they just gotten in their first load of plants and i heard this voice not like the exorcist but very similar daddy daddy and i knew no one was choking and i knew it was a child and i turned around <laughs> it was just it's one of those moments that changed your life and um he's bent over and he's got this death grip on the side of his dad's shirt and he's jerking on it going daddy and his dad's ignoring him um and if you know who you are that's very bad parenting but anyway <laughs> his dad's looking at these plants and i'm about 15 feet away and and when i turn around he's still got the death grip but he stops talking and um He's leaning forward, I mean, just like a deer in headlight. And, <laughs> and I mean, what am I supposed to do? So I walked up, first I went like this, and I walked up to him. Dad, still oblivious to everything. I get this far from him, I go, shh, don't tell anyone you saw Santa at Home Depot <laughs> buying tools for the elves. Now, it was at that point where in the garden center you can see straight through, and so, <laughs> I, I turn around and I walk to the first row and I look back and he's still like this. And I go to the second row, third row, all the way to the last row. And they have like 20 rows. And this child is still there. His dad is still ignoring him. I don't know what's wrong. Anyway, and I figured I, I just got to disappear. So I w went to the left of the back corner of the store and stayed there 30 or 45 minutes till I was sure they were gone and then left. But that was a life-changing moment. Mm. That is when... I became Santa all year round mm. instead of seasonal. And from there, and I wish I knew who that little boy was, I, I would love to thank him. Yeah. Um, and and I, you have amazing moments as Santa, even seasonally. A, a good Santa will laugh really hard till he cries and he'll cry for really sad things. Sure. Um, because people, people tell us everything, mm -hmm. everything. Things they wouldn't tell their spouses, their children, their parents, they tell us everything. Yeah. And some of it's just hysterical. But some of it, unfortunately, is sad. Yeah. Um, but that was my life-changing moment to make me a all-year-round Santa, which is a gift, because most people don't get that opportunity sure. if they get to be Santa at all. Sure. And being Santa is, it makes you a better person. Mm -hmm. you, you have to always be positive, happy, on your game, and, and just loving and, and non-judgmental. Most of us aren't that way. So transforming into Santa is a hard, hard thing to do. Mm. It's not easy. It's never about Santa. It's always about the children, whether they're two or 92. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I had, uh, I had a marriage proposal from a 106-year-old woman on her birthday, <laughs> perfectly healthy, who was there with her children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren at, at a restaurant. And uh, it's funny because that was at a, a Santa convention and I told her I was already married, but I had an idea. And she didn't know we had a private room. So I take her into the <laughs> I take her into the private room and when she walks in she goes, Oh dear because <laughs> there's all these white haired guys and I am one of the thinnest of all of them, you know. I'm I'm measuring in at two hundred. Most of these guys are at three to three fifty. And um, I'm also one of the shorter ones. Um, I'm at five, ten and a half. I, I'm shrinking now because I'm older. But some of these guys are six four. And um, I said, "Oh, don't worry. I 
I whistled and got everybody's attention. And I said, everybody, this is, and I said her name, because she had introduced herself since she asked me to marry her. <laughs> and her children said she was serious. And, and I said, she is 106 today. Can everybody sing happy birthday? Which everybody did. And then I said, but wait, she needs a special birthday present. She needs a husband. This guy right in front, who happened to be probably the biggest guy, he had to weigh at least 350. He was 6'6". He wasn't fat, he was just huge. Yeah. Stands up and she goes, oh dear, she did it again. And this time she put her hand in her mouth and she's like, and she said, oh, oh that won't do. <laughs> I said, anybody else? And another guy stands up, she says, you know what? I've been single a long time, I think I'm gonna stay that way. I mean, we have funny moments, but, but people, you have to be willing to just understand you're not you anymore. Mm -hmm because people walk up to you and they'll say, do you mind? Or they may not even ask, do you mind? Right. And you have to just be there with them. Right. And it's always wonderful, even when it's painful, it's always wonderful. We hear sad stories, you know, children wanna know what's gonna happen this Christmas if their parents are getting a divorce or if somebody dies. Um, you, have to, you have to do that. And, hmm. and it's, it's nothing you can learn in a school or in decades, you're always always learning and there are almost no bad answers but there are always better answers and you know psychologists and psychiatrists go to school for a long time after their four years of college mm -hmm. people come up to you and they're with you two minutes maybe five and they'll ask you things like what do I do somebody's dying yeah. and you have to know the answer yeah. Santa has the answer and that's the challenge of being Santa and going back to the beginning about a prop Santa was a prop he didn't know how to do this mm -hmm. stuff and that's why you go to school and it's not just one time people go to school for the whole career whether it's five years or 50 years mm -hmm. and they go back and back not just to one school but to several sure. and uh, there aren't many of, of the schools but there are better ones um, I, as I said, as an all-year-round Santa, get asked to go everywhere. I'm flown around the country a, a little bit. I'm flown around the world a little bit. I was in Hong Kong for three days uh, to be a brand ambassador uh, for uh, a company that owns a mall that does an experiential thing at Christmas. Mm -hmm. I spent three days talking to the press. Didn't see any people, just promoting their their uh, their event. And um, I'm very fortunate. Uh, I'm just really lucky. And the Santas that we work with, um, I work real hard to, to get the best. I don't want a Santa that's a prop. Um, you have to look like Santa, which sounds easy, but it's not. Um, Santa is a regal and pristine character. And he's no different than an emperor or a king or a queen or a president. You know before you see the guy, you don't know what his face is gonna look like, but you know he's dressed to the nines, or she's dressed to the nines for queen. And Santa's gotta look that way. So you can't wear an inexpensive suit. Sure. And it doesn't mean Santa's rich, but it's an expensive thing to be. Suits, decent suits, are, um, they start at 600, they go up to 1800. You can spend 5,000 on a suit, but most people don't. That's your suit, belt and buckle, can't be a tin buckle and a pleather belt. It has to be a brass buckle and a leather belt. They start at around 250, 300 for the, a set, wow. and they can go up. Um, boots, you have to have 
real boots. They can't be these cheap boots and, and they need to be comfortable because you're in them. And so that's another story. And uh, there are all kinds of uh, things you can wear, accessories, that make the suit look even more elegant and rich. Um, there's, you know, little, there's Santa's keys, there's Santa's watch, there's Santa's ring, there's, um, there's just all kinds of things you can put on. Uh, even a brooch on your hat that has a piece of holly on it. Um, so that's the story. And the length of the hat matters. If it's too short, it's not a real Santa suit, but you look like a red dunce hat. Um, if it's too long, which actually looks great in photographs, it gets pulled off by everybody that sits in your lap sure. when they sit down. So you have to know, and these are the kind of things you learn at school. You learn incredible things, how to deal with people, how to dress, but you have to look like Santa. So you need to have a real Santa suit. You need to have a beard white as snow. Yellow and gray won't work. <laughs> Salt and pepper won't work. Right. You know, you can take, well, even a four-year-old knows that the Salvation Army guy is not Santa. Sure. And that's not to talk bad about the Salvation sure. Army guy, but he's not Santa. So children enjoy seeing someone playing Santa, but everybody enjoys being with Santa. Yeah. And that's what we want to present is the real Santa. So first you have to look like Santa, then you have to know how to talk like Santa. And that is incredibly difficult. Mm -hmm. If you ask me a question and I pause, I'm not Santa, right. but even if I don't pause, first of all, I have, to, I have to speak in a way that every word I say is understood by everybody who hears, and I have to be logical, because if you can't understand it's not logical, it's not believable. Now, you may not believe my answer when I tell you how reindeer fly or how I get around the world in one night, but if it's not logical and understood, it's not believable. Right. You always have the choice to believe anything, whether you see something or not, but Santa is a real guy. Yeah. And the neat part about Santa is he lives in everybody. He's, he's a spirit as well as a human. And it's, it's incredible on both sides. It's so humbling on my side. Mm -hmm. I mean, another story. When we go to senior facilities where people have memory issues like Alzheimer's, probably 60 to 75% of the people who don't know their spouses and children of 50 years they know Santa. Mm. That's so humbling, mm -hmm. and it and it it's 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 beautiful, and it makes you cry. Yeah. I mean, you, you feel guilty that you've been. When we get to share intimate moments, emotionally with people, it's it, it's very humbling, and it it's and, and a lot of it does make you cry. It's a good Santa will cry tears of joy and tears of happiness every year. It's just it's so powerful. Talk a little bit about the effect of social media on your business. Um, and how people are tagging you and how that's getting you more exposure, not just as Santa, but certainly as your brand for the school, for you know events that you do and organizations that you work with, because I believe the exposure's gotta be enormous. Right? I am very fortunate. I have been the Brave Santa and the Falcon Santa for I think six years. Um, uh, and uh, I uh, represent some other sports teams as well. And then I also supply Santas to several sports teams across the nation. Um, I do an enormous amount of work with children's health care uh, through personally as well as the, like the Braves and the Falcons work with them, so I'm with them as well. And um, 
every Santa, I want to say this, every Santa does charity work. Uh, it's very limited because we have to earn enough to pay for our expenses of going to Santa meetings and things, um, but and, and outfitting ourselves. But um, there's just so many things to do. I work with uh, uh, nonprofits uh, other than Children's Hospital. Uh, there's certain sweet spots that you have, and that's usually what the Santas do, or their sweet spots. Mine is Children's Hospital because the name Children. I mean, we're all children at any age, but that's very special. And, and we'll see children that aren't going to be here next week. Mm -hmm. um, if I get a call to go to the hospital, I go. I don't charge for that. Yeah. Um, and and I, I'm fortunate I live right near Eggleston. It's a little bit of a drive to come up to uh, Scottish Rite. But if, if I can't make it, I'll get another Santa to do it if it's, if it's uh, a real situation. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we, we do festivals, we do all, there's so many things Santa can do. It's just, it's great. It's really great. Um, but my favorite is, is adult parties, which most Santas don't want to do because they, what we teach our Santas at our school, which is one reason our school excels, is how to be engaging and entertaining, not entertainers. And that's the big transition in Santa becoming a profession. Sure. Um, when I'm with you, I want you to think, that guy's Santa. If you won't think that, I want you to think, if there is a Santa, that guy's Santa. <laughs> yeah. But either way, that's what I'm looking for. Absolutely. And um, so I don't play Santa, I am Santa. Mm -hmm. And that's what we try to make our people do. So how can people get a hold of Santa? So the social media thing is, as you said, enormous. And I love being tagged. Um, I am Santa Rick. And you can tag me as Santa Rick anytime, anywhere, at Walmart or the gas station or anywhere. Publix, Kroger. Um, but don't tag me as Santa Rick if it's not me. <laughs> the other thing is, um, you can go to my website, which is SantaRick.com. Uh, and uh, we, we'd love to talk to you and contact us through our website. If you're interested in becoming Santa, you can go to our school website, which is Northern Lights, with an S, Northern Lights Santa Academy, um, and it's www.northernlightssantaacademy. Um, you can also call me on my cell phone at 404-936-2888, and um, you, you didn't hear this, but someone just walked in here and went, there's Santa, <laughs> um, it, it, which is the proof that it, it's what it is. Um, but you can call me at 404-936-2888 anytime from 8.30 in the morning till 6.30 at night. Um, please don't call me after that, but you can text me or email me anytime. Perfect. And we'd love to talk to you about anything, uh, photo shoots, anything. Fantastic. Santa, thank you so much. No problem. Busy guy. I'll, I'll let you get back. <laughs> I have it. time for you until August 1st, and then I've got to get back to talk to the elves. We've got to stay on production schedule. Fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. Merry Christmas. <laughs>
mattlamarche.com. Thanks.